Welcome everyone to another episode of The Roman Show. This is for the week of July 5th and we welcome the newly crowned Titan FC bantamweight champion Danny the Italian Gangsta Sabatello. This and a whole lot more coming up next right here on The Roman Show. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in the face. Booster, go. Retro, go. Lido, go fly. Guidance, Surgeon, go flight. Econ, or go flight. GNC, we're going. Down here, go. Control, go. Go, go. FAO, we are going. Network, go. Recovery, go. Capcom. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. All right, guys, I'm your host here, Rodolfo Roman. Thank you very much for joining us for another program of The Roman Show. Make sure you follow us on our socials. That's Roman Show Media on Facebook and Instagram and on Twitter. At the Roman Show, you can find us on YouTube. That's our Roman 201, and we are always live on our website, theromanshow.com. Now, let me take a sip of my coffee here. I was able to sneak in some time to record the uh, the podcast. You know, when you have children, and I think many fathers could attest to this, you just gotta find time. <laughs> you know, it's a it's a never ending cycle here. Uh, so when you had those those spare of 10, 5 minutes, it's like, whew, you can finally relax and breathe uh, and get a little breather there. But uh, so happy here to make sure to record this program on uh, a very lovely Sunday morning, uh, drinking my, my coffee and uh, just following up with you guys. So thanks again for, for tuning in. Uh, as you know, we, we got some great content on YouTube.com. Make sure you visit that. We always put up. Some of the weekly interviews on uh, on the podcast, uh, and if you're listening to us on Spotify or iTunes, just remember we're also on iHeartRadio Media. Uh, so we're we're everywhere, man. <laughs> there's no there's no no excuses as far as oh I don't know where you are. No, dude, we are pretty much on every platform that you can think of, and the easiest one to find us is of course the RomanShow.com. All you have to do is just head on over to the to the site. Duh. All right. Well, this is, as I said, for the uh, the week of July 5th. This program is brought to you by Manscaped. We've talked about Manscaped very, very much. It's the uh, the best lawnmower for men to get away those pesky hairs down there that shouldn't be there, right? It's kind of annoying sometimes, especially when you're exercising it. And it's just, you know what I'm talking about. But the best tool in town is Manscaped. Head on over to manscaped.com and purchase your lawnmower. Manscaped.com is a website. Use the promo code The Roman Show. And after you trim, you got to keep them clean. And uh, the best product out there is ball wash. That's right. Keep your balls fresh and clean after you trim them with the lawnmower from Manscaped. So. Get yourself a bottle of Ball Wash. That's BallWash.com. Use the promo code TheRomanShow and get a percentage off your purchase. And, ladies and gentlemen, I use it every freaking day and I feel amazing. Oh, yeah. You hear me talk about it a lot of time. I'm talking about the Soul Right 
Oh, the soul right, one of the best things ever created. Such a simple tool, yet so great. Put it on my back every single morning, every single afternoon. And since I'm working from home, I get a little break and uh, I, I go ahead and loosen up my back using the soul right. So head on over to the soul right, P-S-O-R-I-T-E dot com is the website and purchase yourself a soul right. All right, let's kick into gear. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on in the world of combat sports. Um, WWE has purchased Evolve. Now, this is this is a pretty big deal considering now that WWE will have a hold of all of the library. We've had several members involved here on the program. Our good friend Trevin Adams, uh, Sal, uh, Gabe, and Evolve has been that feeder system to NXT, then to the WWE as well. I can name you a ton of names. Tommaso Ciampa, uh, Matt Riddle, Johnny Gargano. This goes on and on and on. Candice LeRae. You know, they were all part of that whole Evolve branch. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to be able to see previous matches from Evolve in the W in the WWE network whenever that's available. And some familiar faces that are not on WWE television are or were part of Evolve. Who am I talking about? Well, the Young Bucks, Darby Allen. So quite interesting stuff here, WWE buying Evolve. Now, my thing is hopefully they keep Evolve around. If you remember about two years, and I think it was about two years ago, Evolve held their, their big event and WWE streamed it which was a pretty big deal. It was the first time that another company shows their programming on WWE Network. So I really hope that Evolve remains. There's no question or or there's no responses or information if the WWE kept or has signed some of those Evolve talent. But either way, I hope that the name Evolve doesn't go away. It has been a great staple in, in indie wrestling. As I said, so many names came out of that promotion. Keith Lee's another guy. They came from there. Uh, and we featured them here on the program. So we hope, personally, that Evolve remains. And now that the WWE is backing it up, hell, maybe they have more, more shows. And maybe we see them... We see them uh, streaming on, on the network. It could be that farm system. It could be that minor league. Since essentially NXT is no longer minor league since it shows up every Wednesday on USA Network. So come on. Stop calling it the the, the minor leagues or the, the second or third brand or whatever they call it. Freaking WWE, man. Get over it. All right. Moving on forward. Great American Bash versus Ryder Fest. It was a great Wednesday night last week uh, as uh, both cards were great. Of course, in my opinion, Io Shirai and Sasha Bank was the match of the the evening. But one thing that was eye-catching is that NXT came out on top. They were the ones that had the most eyes watching their program live on TV. Now, Chris Jericho went on Twitter and stated that yes, the numbers are higher for WWE compared to AEW. And keep note that this is 
believe the second week or third week in a row that NXT defeats AEW. So, ladies and gentlemen, we do have a ratings war. But what Jericho pointed out was that the numbers might have been higher for AEW, I mean, for NXT as far as most viewership, but that they won the important demographics, which is that 18, uh, 40, 40 something, I think it is. They won that that demographics, that demo. I mean, and that's what advertisers care to see the most. And I, and I understand that. I, I, I get it. Yes, that is the most important one because those are the people that are going to go buy. They're the ones that are going to go and, and, and purchase things. And, 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 and that's what advertisers look for. But come on, Jericho. You lost. The numbers are there. You lost fair and square. Let bygones be bygones. NXT won. And I'm not saying that they won by like 500 feet away. You know, like they won thousands of miles away. No, it wasn't like a clean sweep. It was fairly close for that matter. And it wasn't even, I neither, neither of programming received a million, by the way, which is quite interesting because you see more videos on YouTube that garner more than a million views. And mind you, this is live television and you're not even getting a million fans for either brands. I'm not talking about just one or the other. If you were, now you would imagine, you see, the curious thing is if you were to have AEW and NXT on separate nights, would you also get those fans from the other promotion since they were not? That, that'd be very That'd be very curious to see. Because looking at these numbers, you know, the, 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 the viewership for wrestling, it just hasn't been what we thought it would be with the addition of AEW. Let's face it. The numbers aren't as big or large as they used to. Yes, now you can go ahead and tell me that people watching on demand. Look, I'm one of them. I don't always see it live. So you really can't take that into account. And with YouTube... And, and all these other streaming services, it, it's really hard to to put your point to, to put your finger on as far as how many people view this thing all at once. But if we go by those numbers, they're not that quite impressive, if you ask me. I think that wrestling could do a lot better as far as viewership. Hell, remember the Monday Night Wars? I mean, those numbers were off the roof, incredible numbers. So something is missing there. Something is missing. And I think, I think, in my opinion, I think that, you know, when you look at WWE, AEW, you're just looking at it as, as just professional wrestling. But back then, you looked at it, oh, I got to tune in because I got to see what Hulk Hogan is going to do. I got to tune in because I got to see what Stone Cold or The Rock is going to do. You had so many names. And not to not to knock off the, the current people on right now on television. You you have great names, but they're just they're just not at the level as The Rock, Stone Cold, Hulk Hogan. Right? These are guys that became household names. The last one that we had really was John Cena. And Cena is, is making movies. Hulk Hogan made movies, Rock made movies. Hell, Stone Cold made some movies and even freaking made some 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 reality shows. 
So it goes to show you that you do need a star part. You do need that MVP, that Babe Ruth. You need that go-to guy. You need that franchise player, whether you like it or not. And right now, it would be Roman Reigns, and, well, he's not partaking in this whole pandemic. But I'd like to ask you guys, if you were to find one person that can take wrestling to another level, that could bring back those numbers that it used to have, who would it be? Who do you think would you would give the ball to to shoot? Send us an email at info at the show.com. We'd love to hear you and we'll read your answers here on the program next week. Well, this past, uh, about two weeks ago actually now, on June 26th last month, Danny Sabatello earned the Bantamweight Championship defeating his opponent Raymond Ramos in a very quick manner, by the way. And Danny Sabatello is, is a very entertaining and exciting fighter. And I got to tell you, going into that fight, these guys were attacking, talking smack at each other uh, for a moment. They really think that, thought that they didn't like each other, but it seems that they, they, they respect each other, at least at the end of the night. But Danny Sabatello joins us here in the program to talk about his victory, earning the championship Potentially making a run into professional wrestling and a whole lot more. Coming up next, we're here on The Roman Show. Well, everyone, what a great night of action. We had uh, Titan FC in Miami, Florida, and right now on the line, I have the newly crowned bantamweight champion, Danny, the Italian gangster Sabatello. Danny, congratulations, Marilyn. What a year you've had. Uh, you started in February. You had a, a, a shot at the title against Irvin Rivera. Irvin Rivera now is in the UFC. That was your, your first loss. You come back in May. You, you, you win easily and then in june you end up winning the title you know for many of us uh 2020 has been kind of challenging but for you it's, it's been a great year man yeah absolutely and especially with something like this with a pandemic going on i feel like a lot of people treat it as something negative but i know it is uh it is a very serious issue but uh, it can be a positive just just the way you spin it you know it's an opportunity for some people and for other people, it's just something negative. So it's really however you perceive it. For me, it's been pretty good and positive. You know, when you took on Rivera, um, th- that was your first loss. How did you take that loss, man? Was, it, was that the spark that just changed things around? Because I, seeing you in action there, I, I see you a different person ever since that loss. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a loss will always teach you a lot. Um, obviously, I'd rather have that one back and have a win, but... But sometimes a loss can be good um, if you treat it right and you get some uh, knowledge out of it. I feel like I did. I, I think uh, I'm just I'm just hungrier now. I'm just more mean. You know, I get to my positions, I get to my attacks and my fights, and also I keep my composure too. I think uh, in that fight against Irwin, I think I gassed out a little bit. I tried to get the finish in the first couple rounds. I took him down. I had some some good positions where I could have got a finish, but. 
But now I'm just, I, I keep my composure. I don't lose my cool. I don't sell out on any position. And I just kind of just establish my dominance in these fights. And you fought already three times. Uh, we're just in, we're about to hit July now. Uh, that's 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 pretty much of a very impressive track record, man. Not many fighters fight for at yeah, least they probably no, fight once absolutely. a year. <laughs> yeah. And, and you're um, so last last uh, 2019, last year I fought five times, and so now I have nine fights. I'm eight and one. I have nine fights in in about two years. I just I, I like to stay active, and in any fight that that comes up, I, I just take it. I mean, at the end of the day, I like to fight. I think there's a lot of guys out there that are pussies that are like, oh, I'll fight anytime, any place, anywhere. And they just don't, you know. There's there's always opportunities to fight. And these fighters are just fake. They, they don't take them, and, and I do. And let's talk about that because prior to this fight with Raven Ramos, originally you, had scheduled, you were scheduled to fight him in May, and that didn't end up happening. They gave you another opponent, and you pretty much – Got that win uh, pretty easily, but w- what's the story between you two? It seems like, and and we'll we'll circle back again at the end of the fight because I want to ask you about that. But how? What's the history between you and him there? Uh, you guys were, were trading some shots at each other. Yeah, absolutely. So a couple months ago, we were supposed to fight. He agreed to it. You know, we're in our fight camp. It's getting ready, and then we're about ten days ish out, maybe two weeks out, and I hear that he just pulls out of the fight. You know, and anytime someone pulls out of the fight, I think it's BS, but sometimes I, I guess it can happen because you get injured or, or a sickness or something really serious happens, you know. I mean, I guess that's understandable, but his reasoning was just that he wasn't ready, which is just amateur hour. That's just bullshit. You, you had this fight scheduled, and I don't care if there is a pandemic. He agreed to the fight. We're in our fight camp, and then 10 days out, you say no. So I, I was pretty pissed about that. Uh, fortunately, Titan is just an awesome organization, and, and they found me a, an opponent. But yeah, I was pissed about that. He he backed out last minute. You know, it's just that's it's not good for the sports, not good for me, not good for the promotion. So I kind of I had my voice be heard about that, that I wasn't happy about that. And yeah, in, in May you 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 basically called them out, saying you know we were supposed to, to fight. I want him. So then you defeat him. Uh, in a very quick fashion, you submitted him cleanly. I didn't see nothing nasty that you were doing. You you did what you had to do as a fighter. And he gets up. It seems like he tried to just kind of piece it out, and he wasn't having it. What what happened there? What what, what was going on? Because nobody really saw what was going on there. Hello, Danny? Danny? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. I lost you there. All right. Let me ask you. So, right. so, so yeah, what happened there? Because you, you, you won, you know, fair and square. You, you weren't doing nothing right. nasty. You get up and then you try to no, kind of piece no, it out. What not, happened? Not at all. Nothing dirty, nothing of anything of that nature. And I keep having people ask me that. So I like to talk trash. I like to talk shit. Yeah. That's just who I am. Right. I, I love everything about it. I love the emotion that comes with it. I love the buildup of the fight. And I like the mind game that, that comes with it. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of people can't, can't take the trash talk. It, it adds pressure on them and, and they fold under that. So so I really like the trash talk beforehand. And that's what we were doing. We were drawn back and forth before the fight. Yeah. But to me, once the fight ends, it's done. You know, it's it's. I want to hit you with a bus before the fight. And then right when the fight ends, I mean, I'll be the first to buy you a shot of vodka and party together. It doesn't matter. Right. So once the fight was over, I mean, in my mind, it's done. So I go over to him. 
and I'm, you know, trying to shake his hand, and I'm being cool, getting this nice fight, you know, all that stuff, and he's still pissed, so that pissed me off, and then we just started kind of, like, jawing at each other, which, I mean, he looks like a fool, because first off, I just tapped you and made you look like a bitch in under two minutes, and second off, the fight's over, you know, once it's done, there's no need to talk any more trash, it's nothing but respect, and it's done. Yeah, and that that's because he it seems like even for a minute there I thought maybe we got I don't know maybe fell asleep or something he doesn't know where he was, but no he was going at it yeah. with you. Now at the end of the day though did he kind of kind of man up and say hey you know you won fair and square or that was the end of that you didn't see him afterwards. Yeah, so at way after in the back when uh, like we're getting ready to leave I went over to him just because maybe you know he was still in the heat of the moment still mad because he just lost which is understandable. And I said, like, are, are we cool? Like, just understand, like, the fight's over. And he said, yeah, we're cool. So that was it, um, which it is what it is. If he's still going to be mad, that, that's cool. It doesn't matter to me. It's no sweat off my back. I got to win. Um, but just, yeah, that just shows, you know, a lot of guys, they, they just don't know how to handle that trash talk. They just they just get so mad, and they have this so much built-up aggression, and, and it's just it, it takes over their emotion. It, it's draining to them. But yeah, to me, it's it's you, you talk trash, you build it up, you get ready, you play those mental mind games, all that stuff, and then once it's over, it's over, it's done. And, and, and I personally, I love it, man, because I remember when I went, put the microphone underneath both of you guys, <laughs> and you were still talking trash at him before the fight, and, it, and it, that's just an intensity, yeah. you know? But, so here we are, Definitely. you're the champion, so how soon, you said, right after the fight, after you had a shot at Tito's, um, you're ready for another fight. So are you ready for another fight? Yeah, definitely. So right now I'm back in Chicago just to see, you know, family and friends and celebrate the win. But any fight that presents itself going forward, I'm going to take, you know, whether it's hopefully the UFC, that'd be awesome. I'll take it. And if Titan or, or another promotion or whatever calls me and says, hey, listen, we got a fight for you in, in three weeks, then, then I'll take that. You know, at the end of the day, I'm a fighter. That's what I like to do. I don't really ever get too out of shape. I'm always ready, and yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm ready to go again whenever, wherever, really. Are, are there any particular just in tight end to defend that title? Anyone that you have had set your eyes on that you would like to kind of crack at? You know, not really, but it's funny because I go on my social media, you know, Facebook and Instagram now, and and I've seen a few people in the bantamweight division try calling me out, you know, because they want a shot at me in the belt, but. I mean, no one really I have particular interest in, but you know, going forward, we'll see. We'll see which guy is worthy enough to get in the octagon with me. Have you responded to any of these people that have messaged you or sent you uh, uh, some social media messages? <laughs> no, no, I haven't. Just because it's boring, you know. No one's really doing it in like flashy or anything. Like, no good fashion. It's just like a a, a basic normal call out, which is I, I don't know. That that just bores me, but. If someone's going to be exciting or, or someone has a, a particular good set of skills that will make a really good fight, then, then I'm all for it. But until someone raises my eyebrow, I'm just not, I'm not particularly interested in, in one person just right now. So if Titan calls you, hey, because I know they have a, we have a fight card in about three weeks or so next month, you're, you're ready to go. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Lex McMahon, who, he's awesome. He just runs a, a phenomenal show. I, I love fighting for Titan. They're they're a great promotion. He calls me. He says, "Hey, listen, we need you to take another dude's head off. I'm there. It doesn't matter." Now, uh, looking back, I 
One thing that always uh, grabs my attention is you know, your love for your city of Chicago. As you said, you're, you're visiting out there, family, you always come out with the flag. Um, but your theme, you're the theme that you always come out, the trapped. Uh, why, why, why that, that choice of, of, of uh, a song, Trapped? I know someone in social media there was mentioning, oh, I can't believe these guys coming out to new metal rock, which I like to slap that guy in the face. But why, why the choice of the song? <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no, that's just, I, I've been walking out to that song probably since middle school. Huh. Um, you know, I, I wrestled all growing up. I started wrestling when I was like five years old. So even in like high school, when I would walk out to my matches, it was that Headstrong by Trap. In college, it was Headstrong by Trap. And I know it's, it's uh, I guess you could say, like a little out of style and kind of like uh, a little different and unorthodox right now. But, I mean, that's just, that's what works for me. And that's just, it, it brings back old good memories. And and we'll see if it'll change. I, I don't know if it'll change or not. But I, I love that people either like it or, or hate it. It's kind of kind of funny to me. Yeah, I, I don't understand. I don't know what why the the beef with 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 Trap. They never they they've got some pretty good music. I think the singer had some beef or said some some something. Yeah, loud, that that headstrong song has been uh, <laughs> one of my favorite songs, you know, for for a while now. So so are, are are you into new metal? Are you into rock? I mean, is that is that your 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 cup of uh, tea yeah. there? Sorry. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm uh not like uh not like heavy metal, but you know stuff like that, like um, Lincoln Park or or had PE or, or people like that, like a, a harder, harder rock like that. That's my style. Likewise here, man. So being from Chicago uh, and, and you being the great trash talker that you are, you know, maybe you should sometime put it in your pocket there. WWE might be another another window for you because you'd be great at it. But uh, being Chicago, one guy just, just grabbed my attention, CM Punk. Know the name? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, that guy's just one of the, one of the best uh, when it comes to the mic, of course, a fellow Chicagoan, uh, then obviously competed in, in mixed martial arts in the UFC, didn't go his way. Uh, but but knowing that the, the great skills you have in the mic, man, uh, by any chance, do you have you looked up to some of these these wrestlers who have good promos and maybe you try to bring that uh, when you speak on the mic when it comes to a fight? Yeah, definitely. CM Punk is a legend. And you know, although he's not a huge trash talker, Clay Guida, I like I like him a lot as well. Uh-huh. And he's from Chicago. He's got a great image, you know, all that stuff. But I I do love I love that style. You know, I think you, you got to sell a fight. But also, I just like tapping into that mindset. You know, when you talk trash, it's it's a different mindset that you, that you tap into. You know, it's it's kind of a harder mindset. I think a lot of people talk trash because they can't handle it. You know, they they do all this respect stuff as just like. You know, we're not going to get hurt. We're not going in there to take each other's heads off. But when you remind the opponent that you're going in there to just take his head off and beat his teeth in, you know, it does something to you mentally. So th- there's mind games that, that play into it. But, yeah, C- CM Punk's a legend. I-, I love how he talks trash. WWE, it's-, it's all entertaining. But for right now, I just like actually beating the shit out of people. <laughs> we'll-, we'll see what happens after my fighting career, but... For right now, it's just strictly on actually. In your in your what nine 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 fights, have you had an experience with the fighter that really took the stuff that you said to heart and just like never forgave you for it? <laughs> yeah, I think this this Raymond Ramos guy, first one. I think the other fighters they understand what it is. You know, you you try to take each other's heads off inside those fifteen minutes in the octagon, and then after that, it, it's over. You know, it, it's done. 
but but I think I think this guy actually took it to heart and and got really personal with it. But you know, it's it's not my problem. No, no, you're not. It's not. And now you're the champion, Danny. I want to thank you so much for your time. Enjoy uh, your time there with your family. Stay safe. Stay away from all this coronavirus stuff. Get healthy. Uh, and uh, get inside the gym, and we'd like to see you once again inside the cage and defend that title, man. I know you're going to bring it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, man. It's been a lot of fun. Awesome, man. Thanks so much, man. All right, and we are back. Thanks again, Danny, for that um, conversation. Appreciate you, man. Hopefully we get to see you. Maybe, hell, we might, might see you this month in the next upcoming Titan FC event. Hell, you just have back-to-back fights, man. So why not? You came out unhurt from that fight you just had against Raymond. So I'm sure you'll be ready to duke it out, like you said, and defend that title. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we, we, we definitely had some unfortunate news um, recently. Thanks to the coronavirus, and that is the uh, the loss of Abdul Manap Norma Gomadev. Uh, he is, of course, the father of Habib. And you know, I I, I knew of him. I knew how important he is or was to the community as far as combat sports. But I started reading a little bit about him, and this man has done so much in his country, in Dagestan, helping out uh, the young talent over there, getting him out of trouble. And that is why the community has reached out to Habib and, and really put something out there on social media, thanking him for his contributions to, to life, right? And, and to the sport itself, how even Dana White said something. And Area Hawani... Uh, actually put out a, a good statement here, said that if, if there was a true Hall of Fame of mixed martial arts, not just a UFC-centric one, that his father, Habib's father, should belong there because of his contributions to mixed martial arts. And if you really dig in deep, this man has not only coached his son, of course, but uh, he's helped out other other men and women to cultivate their talent in mixed martial arts and that goes a long way you know this guy has a heart uh, of gold helping out those in need and and, and he, you could see that he wasn't he he wasn't selfish you know he was willing to help those and and and, and allow them to reach their dreams and goals so god bless uh mr normagadov uh hopefully he's in a better place hell even one of Habib's bitterful Conor McGregor stated something on social media, paying his condolences. Although that Conor McGregor sent some nasty things saying that the COVID-19 and his father uh, was a hoax. So, Not very nice to say, Conor. And uh, we just found out Kamaru Usman will not be fighting... Burns, Gilbert Burns, because Burns tested positive with the Rona. So two gentlemen stepped up to the plate and said that they will fill in that gap for Fight Island. And that is none other than Kamaru's former opponent, Kobe Covington, 
and the fight and or the fighter that many people wanted him to fight in the first place, and that is George Masvidal. If you recall, Masvidal has been pretty opened about issues with pay for fighters in mixed martial arts and said that he won't fight and so forth. But well, seems the guy's a fighter at the end of the day. Negotiations are going as we speak. We don't have any details. Again, I'm, I'm recording this Sunday morning. So if we do hear something, it will happen way after this podcast is launched. But it'll be, it'll be very nice to see Masvidal and Kamara, a fight that was scheduled to happen pre-pandemic. That is when all this, this stuff went down. It was actually scheduled to take place in Las Vegas during the International Fight Week. It's just now a matter of time. I'm hoping this fight goes down because, you know, many people think that, and, and, and all due respect to Kamaru, he's a great fighter, hell, a champion. But Masvidal is a changed fighter. He, listen, I followed this guy's career a very long time ago. Uh, back here in Miami, Florida, when he was wrestling in, in some of the cards down here. I was, I was there when he took on uh, Luis Baboon Palomino, where he lost. Uh, he was upset. I, I, I was there when um, he, he he lost by a, 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 a very vicious submission in Bellator. He, you know, this is a guy that have really come from the bottom and have made himself to be one of the, the top fighters in modern day mixed martial arts. That whole BMF title, you know, you got to give it to this guy. He, he, he literally came... From what people thought that he would be a bum because he was just a backyard fighter, to look at him potentially be in the main event for the UFC welterweight championship, and don't be surprised if he wins it. Kamaru has great hands, but so does Masvidal. Masvidal has quick, fast hands, and he's very sharp with his with his shots. I, I, I'm telling you, I, I like this fight. I think it's a more competitive fight for Kamaru, although Kobe gave him one. Kobe gave him one, and we know that Kobe was a great wrestler. And, and Masvidal is not, doesn't have the Kobe wrestling. But I think that as far as wrestling-wise, Kamaru and Masvidal might be, maybe Kamaru has a little bit of edge in wrestling, but the striking is what really, really gets my attention, and, and, and the kicks. I think I would give a slight advantage to Masvidal. I don't see this stuff going into the ground, to be honest. I don't think we're going to see any submission efforts uh, back and forth. I really don't think that we're going to see that many attempts of submissions. But I listen, I am dying. I am hoping this fight happens. I'm not saying that the remaining card isn't any good. It features still two fights for titles with Jose Masvidal, um, Jose Aldo. Uh, and Max Holloway for the rematch. But boy, if Masvidal and Kamaru Usman fight, I am going to be oozing next Saturday night because we're going to get a freaking awesome fight, ladies and gentlemen. An awesome fight card worth every single damn penny. So Dana White, Masvidal, Kamaru Usman, whoever needs to make this possible, please do it for the fans. We've been stuck home. Hell, we couldn't even celebrate July 4th 
You know, I had the opportunity to drive around the streets and catch fireworks from inside my car with the family because that's all you could really do. Give us some real fireworks on the on the small screen between Masvidal and Kamaru. I'm sure these guys are not going to disappoint. Again, I'm not taking anything away from the rest of the card, but give us that fight. Give us that fight, Dana White. In Fight Island over there in Abu Abu Dhabi. Still got time. Listen, it's Sunday. I'm sure you guys got your COVID testing. You got everything underway. It's just a matter of getting on a plane and and, and flying Kamaru and, 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 and Masvidal. Charter them up. Well, we want to thank you very much again here for joining us here in the program. Hopefully you guys enjoyed your 4th of July weekend. Somehow, some way with whatever we could do. Uh, as I said, I pfft. Couldn't do anything here, here in South Florida. Everything was shut. We had a curfew. I think the curfew is going to remain. We're just doing our best, washing our hands, and staying, uh, staying clean and safe. So with that said, thank you very much. Thanks for tuning into the program. We'll catch you next week. If you haven't been on, you haven't been heard, next week we welcome Nige Rocket of Onslaught, trash British heavy metal band been around since the 80s they're releasing the new album generation antichrist and boy oh boy it's a fucking awesome show sorry i just cursed yeah, i just i just it just went with the damn vibe it's a damn freaking awesome album it's gonna come out in august we'll catch you next week right here in the program have a good one everyone <laughs>